Hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode of To The Point, the podcast for dancers made by dancers. I'm your host, Miss Leah Lander, and today we're going to be talking about collegiate level dancing. So I am here with my wonderful sister, Allison Lander. Say hi, Allison. Hey everyone. And we're just going to be talking a little bit about like her life now, the differences between competition and collegiate level dancing, and just what it's like to be a collegiate dancer. So, Allison, how how has the collegiate dancer life been for you so far? Um, It's been a little hectic. It's definitely taking a while to get used to. This is my first year doing it, and um, it has its ups and it has its downs, but I am really, really loving the experience that it's given me. I am so glad that you're loving it. So what would you say is the biggest difference in between collegiate dancing and competition? I would say just the scheduling of it all. Uh, From being a competition dancer my whole life, there's a certain schedule that you take. You learn your dances in September, you clean them all the way up until February, and then you compete and you perform all the way through summer. And that's typically how it goes. When I came to college, I was pretty much in shock when I figured out that we were going to learn new routines every week for the football game that we had on Saturday. And then when it came to basketball season, we had sometimes up to three games per week where we were doing different dances and different sidelines and cheers. And now we're in national season where we're perfecting and cleaning our final two dances that we'll perform in Daytona in April. And it's just been um, definitely an adjustment to try and figure out how to balance it all because it does come super fast and I want to be able to take it all in, um, but still be on top of things and get things done. Good, good. So excited to watch you compete in Daytona in April, by the way. But how would you say training is different from competition to collegiate? When I was a competition dancer, you know, you went every week and you have the same schedule. You would go and take ballet technique and then you would go and take tap technique or jazz technique. Here, for my team specifically, we don't take ballet classes per se and we don't do tap. Um, We really focus on um, our nationals routine, which consists of palm and a little bit of hip hop. Um, we do sprinkle in jazz every once in a while from time to time. We'll do some jazz technique. And, um, when it comes to skills and stuff like that, we'll take the first like hour of practice to really focus on skills like our turns or our jumps and leaps that happen within our nationals routine. So it's not a brand new um what am I going to learn in ballet this week it's more of like what can I do to fix the toe touch that I messed up last week um in class so that's kind of the difference in training wise (laughs) yeah so going off of that I feel like um training like that could also be beneficial to a competition dancer when they need to fix their mistakes after something they did during a competition or just during practice how would you say that would help 
a competition dancer, your way of training? So a big thing that we do on my team is we take videos, lots and lots and lots of videos. So every practice, whether the practice is good or bad, we'll do a run through of whatever we cleaned that day or whatever we practiced that day. And as an individual on the team, it is your job to go home and look through the video and look at yourself. Look at yourself first, see what you messed up on, and then look at the team next and see do I look the same as the person next to me? Is my high V a little wider than theirs? Is my jump high enough? If it's not, I need to go and fix it. I need to train my jumps more. You know, it's, and I think that could be really beneficial to a competition, competition dancer, especially in this time, because everyone is just starting their competition seasons. Um, so most people have already gone to their first competition, so they will be getting videos back soon where they can go and look and critique themselves. Even though competitions have judges where the judges give you critiques, you can also be critiquing yourself and look and be like, were my toes pointed when I did that leap? No, they weren't. So when you go and practice, you're going to really focus on pointing your toes that practice. You know, so I think taking videos is a really, really good way to um, train for and to help yourself because you can't always rely on a coach to always be looking at you. There's a lot of dancers on the floor and they only have one set of eyes. So you also need to be your own set of eyes and take that into account for yourself and really take videos and look at videos and watch yourself and critique yourself. Yeah, I definitely feel like after my first competition, like I always go back and look at the videos and I'm like, okay, how do I fix this and this before my next competition? And I feel like that always really helps me and my score improve. So I definitely feel like that could help other people. That's some great advice. Um, so what would you say you would rather do? Would you rather go to a competition or a football game or basketball game? Um, that's a tough question. Um, I, and I will have to get back to you on that answer because I have not been to a competition on this, on a collegiate team yet. I have yet to go to nationals and really experience that. And maybe I can come back and tell you my experience at nationals. But um, if I was comparing a football game or basketball game to um, being on stage last year, my senior year, um, I think I'd definitely pick a football game. The atmosphere is incredible. Um, you are in a stadium. I, get, I have the opportunity to dance on the field with the marching band. And that is an incredible opportunity that I'm blessed with on this team. And um, so we get to dance alongside the band. And when you're on the field, you feel not only small, because there are so many people in the stands, thousands of people watching you, but you also just feel powerful because you know that people are watching you. There are little kids in the audience that are watching you and they wave to you the the little kids we get to do before football games we get to do these things called tailgates and we get to perform at the tailgates and just do little sidelines and greet people and thank them for coming to the football game and supporting our team and there are always these little girls that will dress up in the cheer or the dance uniforms and they'll come up to you and they'll want to take a picture and it just really reminds you why you do what you do it's to inspire others and inspire yourself and that's a great feeling that at competition there aren't 
you don't really get that opportunity. There are the little girls that are at your studio and that look up to you, but it's it's totally different feeling when it's a stranger, a little kid that you don't know, um, that you're inspiring from afar being on that field. So it's a, I would definitely say football season is one of my favorite seasons. It's one of my favorite times of year now. Yeah, I definitely feel like football season is a lot less stressful than dance competitions or like football games. Cause like, I know I personally get really stressed out at dance competitions and, but I feel like when you're just like out on the football field, like you just get to, I don't know, just like let loose a little bit. Cause you're just kind of having fun, but also being serious about your, um, your, I guess, job that you're doing, you're there for. So how would, how do you feel about that? Is it less stress, more stressful? What do you think? I don't want to scare anyone in any way, but I do think it is a little more stressful um, doing football than it is doing um, competitions. Just because I feel like when I was doing competitions, I was way more prepared. You know, you had that a lot, a lot of time to learn the dances and perfect them. As Whereas like when we were doing football season we would learn a new timeout or a new halftime every two weeks, you know, and you only have those four practices within those two weeks to perfect it, to really work on it and make sure transitions work and make sure that, make sure the transitions work and make sure that the people know what they're doing, really. Um, Also, when it comes to football season, um, there's, we're constantly moving. Um, on my team, because I do get to dance with the band, we do pregame, and then we um, get to dance up in the stands for the first quarter, and then when second end of the second quarter hits, we run down and we warm up for our halftime performance. We perform with the band at halftime, and then after halftime's over, we sprint up and change our shoes um, to go and perform a timeout in the beginning of the third quarter and then we run up back into the stands and we perform all the fourth quarter and um so it's a lot of back and forth and you're constantly moving but you know it's the same in that way as a competition you're constantly moving like there's always something to do you're always running around changing your hair changing your costume like there's always something to do but it's it's such a good feeling time goes by so fast just like at a competition like you don't even realize you don't even realize that four hours has gone by. You just know that you're having fun, which is it's a really great feeling at the end of a football game, especially when you win. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So what does a typical like day in the life look for you as a college student and student athlete? Yeah, so I'll give you a little rundown of my spring semester and then I can take you back to my fall semester because it does differ a little bit now that we're in national season. So on a day like today, like a a regular Tuesday, it's a regular Tuesday. um, This morning I woke up at a very early hour, woke up at 5am this morning. Um, I had to be at dressed and ready for workouts at 6am. This morning we did a, we did a fairly easy workout. We ran. So that was pretty nice this morning. Little, little easy, easing our way back into 
after the spring break we had. Um, after I came back from workouts at seven, I showered, I ate some breakfast, and I headed to class at nine. I had class from nine to 12, came back, ate some lunch, did some work, and went back to class at two. Had class up until 3.30. Um, I'm now filming this podcast. Um, but during this time, I would either take a nap or um, get some more work done, depending on what I needed to do that day. And then we have practice from 5.30 to 9 tonight. And then I'll come home and I'll sleep. And um, that's typically what my Tuesdays and Thursdays look like um, in the national season. National season, we have practice um, every Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday and Sunday. Um, And workouts every Tuesday and Thursday morning. For the fall semester, when we're not in nationals mode and we're in football season, um, we have like I said earlier, we were a part of the marching band. So we practiced with the band and we would practice, um, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we would only have dance team practice, um, every Thursday and Sunday. So it differs a little bit, but, and we still have workouts every Tuesday and Thursday. So it differs from semester to semester, just depending on what we're working on, uh, where we are in the season, depending for doing games or nationals. So that's kind of what my Tuesday looks like. Um, But yeah, it's every day's a little different. You never know what tomorrow, like tomorrow, um, tomorrow, we don't typically have practice on Wednesdays, but we will have practice because our women's basketball team made it to the championships. So a lot of our girls will be traveling to Texas on Thursday um, to go cheer on our women's basketball team. So we had to move practice from Thursday to Wednesday and it's just, accommodating for those little things. If we have games on Thursdays, then we move practice to Friday or, you know, it all just depends, but we're usually getting the same amount of practice in all year. So, yeah. That seems like a very busy schedule from workouts all morning (laughs) to class to practice. So how, how would you say, like, how, what is the best way to handle something like that? Like just handling schoolwork and practice and workouts, like all at the same time. Um, time management is a big, big factor. Um, and constantly knowing your schedule, I think is a huge thing. Um, my coach is very, very sweet. And she sends out a weekly schedule every week. So we pretty much have an outline of um, what we're going to be doing that week when it comes to dance team. Um, She gives us times that we need to be places and what we need to wear and just giving us all the information that we need uh, for the week. And then you just add that on to your weekly schedule for school. Um, I'm a big planner. So I make sure that I have everything written out. I know what I'm going to be do doing, when I'm going to be doing it, where I'm going to be. Um, just because it is so busy and there's not a lot of room for error. There's not a lot of room for, oh, I'll do that assignment tomorrow. But tomorrow I have practice and workouts and school all day. I'm not going to have time to submit it tomorrow, you know. So you have to, you have to really plan ahead and just be on top of things and Um, yeah, time management is a huge factor when it comes to this busy 
lifestyle as a student athlete. Yeah, I feel like time management is very important, whether you are collegiate or competition, because uh, especially once you get older, because school's hard. <laughs> School is hard. Especially very hard. <laughs> especially when you're an athlete. So um, what are you most excited for to compete with your team for the first time? I am just super excited to experience it. Um, we have seven seniors and they constantly tell us like their, their memories and their stories of being at nationals. And it really puts you in the mood to just work hard because you want to work hard so that you can perform well and you can score well and you can win because um, we have yet to win a national title. So that is what we're going for. We're always working towards that national title and it would be so incredible to hold that to know that all that hard work really did pay off and that it did mean something those long hours meant something um and so I'm just really excited to go and make those same memories the seniors have so that one day when I'm a senior I can tell my freshmen on the team all the all the stories about nationals and how much fun it's going to be and I'm just super excited to experience it, really. It's going to be a totally different ball game from a regular dance competition. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, that, I feel like it's going to be so much fun for you. So kind of like rounding up this whole collegiate dancer topic, what is some advice you would give to an incoming senior that wants to try out for a college dance team? Yeah, so I... This is something I actually didn't do, um, but I would research, 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 research. If there is a school, school comes first, of course. So figure out what school you want to go to um, first. Make sure you like the environment that you're in. Make sure you like the campus because you will be spending a lot of time. If you do decide to do the dance team, you will spend a lot of time on campus there's not a lot of time to go home. I didn't really have a spring break. I was here. So making sure you like the campus and um, making sure you like the coach is a huge thing too. like making sure you have a connection when you you should really try and expose yourself to most dance teams have um, clinics. They have tryout clinics that you can go to and really experience what it's like to be a part of that team. Um the current members will typically be there and the coach will definitely be there. And you can kind of like feel out um, the team itself and see if you would be a good fit in general um, for the team. And it's okay if you're not a good fit. If you walk into a clinic and you know that you are just not a good for, fit for the team, that's okay. I had that happen to me. I went to a clinic and I went and I was so excited to go. I really, really loved the school. It was one of my number one schools. and But I walked into that clinic and I just didn't feel at home. But when I came to East Carolina, like I really did love the team. The coach was so sweet. And the team, the girls who were already on the team, the returners, they were so nice and they made me feel so welcome and that they really, they wanted me to be on the team. And so it really is just feeling feeling out and just trying different things it's not you're not going to get it perfect on the first time you're not you're not going to be a perfect fit for every team either so you really have to 
it's trial and error. You're going to have to go and look and really make your own opinions too. Don't let anyone influence you because that's going to be a huge factor. You're going to have friends that want to go to this school and this dance team. But if you're not a good fit, don't go. Don't go. It, it, it is your life and you're going to be an adult and you're going to be living it. So you want to make sure you're living the life that you want to live for yourself and not for others. So um, also, this doesn't just apply to seniors. Like I would start early. I would start going to these camps like as soon as possible. If you think you have an idea of a team that you want to go to, you can go to these clinics starting as a freshman. Most most places you can go in as soon as you turn 14, um, which is really nice. It gives you four years to kind of figure out like if if you even really want to dance in college. That it, you And that is another thing, too. Don't feel pressured to dance in college. It is okay if you don't dance in college. It's okay if you don't make the team. And if the regular dance team is too much for you and you know that time management you struggle with or you're trying to do a really hard major that you're not going to have time to be a student athlete, most schools have um, like club dance teams. Like my school has a club dance team where it's not affiliated with athletics, but you still have the opportunity to go and do like uh, different school events, like welcoming new students, um, going and doing parades. Um, even, our club dance team even goes and competes, which is really cool too. So um, really just find what's best for you. It's okay if you don't fit a team. It really is where you belong. And this is the next four years of your life. So um, really put thought into into where you're going, what you want to do. Um, but yeah, I would say for any person who thinks they want to dance in college, start early, do your research and keep working hard, keep working for it. Um, it's never, the talent is never going to slow down. There's only ever going to be more talent that rises and gets bigger and harder as you grow older. You know, teams, now all teams need a team aerial, you know, five years ago, that wasn't a thing. It was cool if you had a side aerial, but you know, things are getting harder. Things are getting bigger. They're getting better and people are getting stronger. So you need to make sure that you're getting stronger too. So never stop working, um, do your research and just have fun. Really. It, it is all about having fun at the end of the day. And if you don't love it, don't do it. So that's kind of my advice. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's really good. And like back to the um, finding what team is best for you. Like, I feel like even with competition dance, we've also experienced that because we've moved around a lot and we've tried different studios and some of them just weren't for us. So I feel like that is a very important thing to note when you're picking out a team. So. I think that's the end of our time together. Thank you so much for joining us today on our very first episode of To The Point. I'm so excited to see where this goes. Um, again, thank you so much, Allison. I really appreciate you spending time in your busy schedule for this. And I, we will see you guys all later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.